one of the things that the pro-choice side of the abortion issue has always done very well is they've made themselves into the friends of the woman in crisis, and they've made pro-life people look like the enemies. They've made pro-life people look like uh, uncaring, judgmental kinds of people who just want to impose their will upon you. But on July 12th, one major abortion advocacy group made a major mistake and completely flipped that narrative upside down. They made themselves to look radical, to look heartless, even. And it's not just pro-life people who are saying this. Pro-choice people across America have looked at this video released by NARAL and thought to themselves, oh my, what did we get ourselves into? Welcome to another episode of the Unheard Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jesse Friedman. And this video that we're talking about today, created by NARAL, once again, they're one of the biggest advocacy groups of the pro-choice position and of access to abortion for women across America. They made this video, and it is one of the most disgusting things that I've ever seen. And what's so staggering is that it's not just me, it's everyone. Both pro-choice people and pro-life people alike have reacted in an extraordinarily negative way to this video because it is so absurd, so ridiculous, so radical that even pro-choice people haven't been able to embrace the message that it sets forth. And the video is called Comedians in Cars Getting Abortions. And that name might sound a little bit familiar because uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, used to do a show called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And uh, I, I watched uh, an episode or two. It's actually uh, interesting. It's, it's good. It's entertaining. Um, he even did an episode with uh, the president, Barack Obama, believe it or not. Um, but NARAL, Pro-Choice America, decides to do this same kind of video but do a spoof on it with comedians in cars getting abortions. And I think that part of NARAL's motivation in this video was to be funny, was to communicate their message in a way that is clever and creative and not only is the message they communicate just so radical and so difficult for anyone, pro-life or pro-choice, to truly uh, agree with, but the video itself is not funny. The humor is, is not funny. It's just kind of generally not very well done. But the point they were trying to make, and it says this uh, at the end of the video, if you go on YouTube and you type in comedians in cars getting abortions, it'll be hey, uh, the number one the... thing on the list. It has 221 hey, uh, thumbs what? up no. on YouTube and 2,061 thumbs down. It's and this is a video posted by NARAL themselves. Uh, no, so you can see get... just by those numbers that not a lot of people are agreeing with the message of this video. But the message that they're trying to get across is basically that it's too hard to get an abortion in the modern day. And it's this guy and this girl, both comedians, who are traveling around trying to get her an abortion because she wants one for some unexplained reason. But we're told that she wants an abortion. And, uh, and so they go around town, and they're trying the to find a stuck. place for her to get an abortion. And they're advancing this message that it's virtually impossible to find a place to get an abortion nearby. That for the average person, it's a difficult thing to do, and it's basically the equivalent of striking oil or discovering gold. And the reasons they lay out 
for that to be true are completely unfounded, completely baseless, and just frankly untrue. But I'll, I'll get to that later. I'll, I'll play a few scenes, or at least the audio from a few scenes, so that you can kind of hear what I'm talking about. Um, but this was a very radical video for pro-life people and for pro-choice people. Not, pe not a lot of people liked it, and I think this video is something that pro-life people need to exploit as far as they possibly can. Because as I said at the beginning of the show, pro-choice people are very good at advancing the narrative that they're the good guys and that we're the bad guys, that the pro-life person is against the woman, that they just want to impose their will upon the woman in crisis. And this was a major slip-up for them because they made themselves look like the ones who are trying to impose uh, a radical idea on everyone else that not a lot of people agree with. But I want to get into the actual video now. In the first few seconds, it's established that there's this woman who is approached by this guy, and this woman needs to get an abortion, so this guy is going to help her get one. And he asks her why she wants an abortion, and this is her response. Yeah, sure. Okay. I right. do, actually. I really do. Fantastic. You know, because I... It, I want an abortion because my body is doing a thing right now that is not incubating a person, and I would like it to continue doing that thing. It's my choice, okay? Also, look at that kid. I mean, it's... That kid is slapping his dad yes. in the face. Yeah, we don't need more of those in the world. That's the other thing, so... Good point. Let's go. Now, this is a very radical position that Nayral is supporting with that because... Most abortion rights groups believe in abortion because they believe in the ability for the woman to have a choice of whether to keep her child or not. But in this case, you're not really seeing Nayral argue in favor of a woman's right to choose. You're seeing Nayral argue that there should be fewer toddlers in the world that are causing trouble, that the toddler that they're observing right now is not worthy of life, and therefore that that justifies her getting an abortion because that would inevitably bring another toddler like that who would cause some trouble into the world. Now, by that logic, I think we can all agree that every human being probably went through a stage or a phase in their life where they were little troublemakers, there's really no such thing as a toddler that doesn't cause any problems. So even she, the woman who is in this crisis pregnancy situation in this video, was probably a like-minded toddler at some point herself. So you can use her same argument to argue against her life, to argue against virtually any life in the world, because we were all that toddler at some point. She's not saying that she should have the right of whether to choose that her child live or not. She's saying that it would be a disservice to the universe to bring that child into existence. She's not only denying the value of unborn life, but she's denying the value of a life that has already been put into this universe. Now, later in this video, it gets even more exciting because in her search... To get an abortion, she, of course, stops by a crisis pregnancy center, and she walks in looking for an abortion, but instead she meets this eccentric yet very um, ingenuine 
human being, this woman who works the front counter at the crisis pregnancy center who just seems to like to shove a bunch of meaningless statistics in her face and to shove pictures of her baby and to do all sorts of things without showing any kind of respect or care for her as a human being at all. And if you've been to a crisis pregnancy center before, you know that that's not in any way how they operate. But that's what NARAL wants you to believe. And so I'm going to play a clip of, of this. It's almost, this is the one part of the video that's almost funny because it is so far from actual reality that it's, it's kind of hilarious in a way. This is their portrayal of the lady at the front desk at the Crisis Pregnancy Center. Listen. Okay. Great. Uh, hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Birth Life Love. Hi. We're here for pregnant women. Okay. Um, one abortion, please. <laughs> uh, what's um? What's the camera? Oh, they're for my uh, webisode. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Um, did you know that at eight weeks, your baby's brain has almost completely developed and he's beginning to recognize iPhone passwords? I don't think that's true. Here is a model of your baby. Okay, that can't be mine. That that's doesn't not. look like you at all. You just put that back. Okay, that's a child's skull. Are there any doctors here? <laughs> Who needs doctors when you have the book of Jeremiah? Um, I still do for yeah, wait. other stuff. So this is not a, a an abortion clinic, is it? Oh, heavens no. This is a crisis pregnancy center. Oh, okay. Uh, so, okay, great. Yeah, yeah we're going to get um, it. Did you Thank know you. that if you get an abortion, there's an 18% chance that the chance of you getting into heaven is 0%? Okay. We're going to stay around for the answer. I can live with that. Yeah, no, I need to think cream. about. Like now. Okay. I, I need Sounds data. Good. Thank you. Creamy styled by Jesus. Bye. Who needs doctors when you have the book of Jeremiah? Oh my. What's really the crazy part about this portion of the video is that I don't even think pro-choice people believe that this is what a crisis pregnancy center is like. They may think that crisis pregnancy centers are just there to make sure you don't get an abortion. They may, they may think that they try to uh, throw statistics at you that might be questionable and whether they're true or not. But I don't think any pro-choice person believes that this is anything like what a crisis pregnancy center actually is. It's so over the top that I think it's not funny for pro-choice people, and it's probably more funny for pro-life people, frankly, because it's so out of touch with reality. But this wasn't the main point of the video. The main point, as I said before, was to show how hard it is to get an abortion. And they really try to hit that point home later in the video when they visit an actual abortion clinic, when they finally uh, get it to a place where they can do that. And once again, it's so out of touch with reality that I don't think pro-choice people or pro-life people or anyone but NARAL themselves actually think that this spreads a message that is positive or even true in any way whatsoever. So I want to play a clip of that last conversation between the person who works at the abortion clinic, this lady who's trying to get the abortion, and the guy who we still don't really know why he's in the video at all. Hi there. Hello. Welcome to Westside Women's Health. Oh, thank you. Um, can I get an abortion here? Absolutely. Oh, 
Thank God. Let us get this shit done. Once you comply with a few teensy weensy requirements imposed on us by state law. Right. We okay. can't just let you have an abortion. Okay. So you'll have to leave and come back in 32 hours exactly. Now or when we came in? Exactly from now. Okay. Yes, 30, 32 oh, hours. Okay. I'm also required to let you know that abortion may increase your risk of breast cancer, even though that's definitely not true. Mm -hmm. I'm required to show you photos of your baby at various stages of development, okay? Right here and here, both at 15 weeks. Your baby looks like And an then apple. here's your baby at 536 weeks. Okay, so that's a 10-year-old. How do you know? Uh, the technology is very advanced these days. Ooh, is that a blank one? That's what I want. I want a blank one. I want this is what I want. <laughs> right? Just nothing at all? How do, I, how do I get an abortion? If you want an abortion, the yes. easiest way is probably just to go to a place where it's legal. Like Canada or Uruguay. Or you could sail into international waters. So the point of this scene was uh, understandable up until that last part, uh, right? So they were, they were talking about how we have these requirements imposed upon us by state law. We have to tell you all this information that's not actually true, um, even though I don't think those arguments are really uh, well-founded at all. Uh, but then we get to the end of the video uh, where she talks about how if you want an abortion, you have to go to Uruguay or Canada or to sail into international waters. And that's where this part of the video gets completely out of touch with reality because there have been over 50 million abortions performed in the United States alone since Roe v. Wade in 1973. Over 50 million. This doesn't sound like something that isn't accessible enough to women. And yet they're trying to make it sound like it is. And... Even though the, the imposing of state requirements could be semi-believable uh, to some people, that last part just completely blows us out of proportion. And I think that that's really a theme throughout this entire video. You see NARAL trying to make these different points, but they get so out of touch with reality that nobody, not pro-life people, not pro-choice people, can actually understand and grab on to the message that they're trying to put forth. And that makes this video a huge win for the pro-life side of this issue. Because Nehrau, one of the biggest advocates of abortion rights in America, has completely shown themselves to be radical, to be irrational. And to be perfectly honest, I think that makes this video one of the greatest pieces of pro-life culture in our society. Because although I don't think a lot of pro-choice people would actually grab on to this argument, this is a very poor representation of the pro-choice side of the issue. And as pro-life people, we need to make sure that under every circumstance, the art and the culture that we create is nothing like this video by Nehrau.